Because I figured that Dracula's go-to karaoke song would be Jolene. Really? That's a great song. Yeah, that's what I think. He's a Jolene. Jolene. I think it would be fun to watch Dracula sing Jolene. (laughs) Welcome to the Usual People Podcast. My name is Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And today, well, just to explain, uh, again... On and off about when I actually explain what our podcast is about. Uh, our podcast, we're uh, four, four friend- friends. I was I thought you were going to say three. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. What is four right? friends who've been friends since high school. We're now in our mid thirties. We're trying things out for the first time. And today, for the first time, we are watching La Rosa de Guadalupe. I have a question. Yes. When are we not in our mid thirties? Um. Well, technically, Dave isn't. I think. What, what, what's the cutoff? Is- I think we're all 30s. in the cutoff right now. Like, 36 is the cutoff. Oh, well, I'm still 35? Do okay, I- so you're still right there. I'm 36. You're 37, Do right? Do have to say late 30s now? At, well, eventually, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to update 36 it. is the last... Maybe next year. Maybe yeah, we should he- just start saying our 30s. Mm. No, that's have, too much of a decade. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I have no shame in I don't game. know why we got so specific. In why I don't, because I don't know when mid-30s ends. I think it's 34, 35, 36. Okay. okay. 36, 37. So is 37 upper? Yeah, late. 37's late 30s. Late, late 30s. Late 30s. Oh, okay. All mm. right. Is it like a three-year thing? About that. One, that's two, how three, I would, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine. I love it. <laughs> that's great. That's how we... We just figured it out, folks. It's a format change. <laughs> format change. Next year, four friends in their late 30s. Yeah. And nobody will listen to us then. Oh, God. Death uh. is so close. <laughs> um, guys, La Rosa de Guadalupe, what are our thoughts about this? See, I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I think I have seen an episode, but I'm really not sure. So, to explain <laughs> what La Rosa de Guadalupe is, um, I went to the uh, Wikipedia And this is the uh, summary from Wikipedia. There are two types of beginnings for the episodes. A regular one, which begins with a happy start, or the main scene where something awful has happened to the main character. If the latter choice were to happen, the credits depicting who edited, starred, and directed the episode come out during the second scene. Some of these people, being devout to the Virgin Virgin of Guadalupe, ask her to protect that person. At the same time, a white rose appears before an altar of the Statue of the Virgin. Yes, that belongs to the person who prayed or is in trouble and remains there during the development of the story, which is usually when the problem is compounded. I think Anthony showed it a piece of it. I don't think so. The appearing of the rose means that the petition has been heard by the Virgin. At the climax of the story, which is the time where the main character is in a serious situation, the closest person asked intercedes for him and tries to help. When the issue is resolved, the main character is fondled by a wind that... Rep- I don't know why they use the word fondled. Yeah. By a wind that represents the act of the Virgin of Guadalupe. Fondled? I mean... What? No. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't use that right. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. This... this Summary was I mean, was written by somebody whose English is not their first language. Yeah, um, I'm I'm almost into the eighty 
percent sure mm-hmm. that I watched a whole episode of this with you at your house. No, <laughs> I don't remember this. I remember <laughs> watching this. And at the end of the episode, the white rose disappears as one of the characters narrates the message of the episode. So to basically to sum up what all that means, it's Mexican Aesop fables. Also, it's like Quantum Leap. <laughs> Instead of, but instead of Scott Bakula, it's a white rose, and instead of doing anything, it does nothing. <laughs> and then, and then people just live their lives. That's all the show is about. I think I know what I'm getting it confused with. What are you getting confused with? I think I might be confusing it with that dog hero TV show. What? <laughs> the Littlest Hobo? <laughs> Littlest yeah. Hobo. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but again, instead of a dog, it's a white rose, and instead of doing anything, yeah, it does it nothing. It has a similar tone. Yeah. Um, it really does. I've never seen a whole episode of this. I've seen parts of it. And just to tell you how fun and crazy uh, my life is, one night me and my mom spent like two hours going through uh, episodes of La Rosa de Guadalupe, just like the descriptions. And because we don't speak Spanish, we were trying to figure out what it said. <laughs> two hours. Me and my elderly mom spent doing this. That's fun. Did y'all have a good time? We had a great time. And then we found out that uh, kidnapping is a huge problem. In the Latin American world, because every other episode is about somebody being kidnapped. Is it for sex trafficking? Yes. That's terrible. Lots of reasons, really. Yeah. Is it for the ransoms? Ransoms. Ransoms, I would say, is the biggest one. Yeah. Mm. But then let's not discount the other horrible one we just said. So there's that, too. And uh, other reasons. Tourism? Slave tourism. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme no. tourism. <laughs> South America edition. Come to Guadalajara and be kidnapped for five months. That could be. Do you think that would that no. would be kind of like an ex- like, like rich people like extreme tourism of rich people because oh. they know they have and, yeah, the like, money. Like they they get kidnapped and then they have to work on a farm. Yeah, like just basically slave labor. Like it's or a dare. Just moving rocks. Like from one pile to another. Because that's the thing. Like <laughs> rich people will turn anything into a money making opportunity, and I'm almost certain. Like we've just invented something here that's going to be a reality in like ten years. Where you go to Mexico and you pay, and it's, it's I like... I don't want to be the inventor of that. <laughs> we, it's too late. pull our name from that. <laughs> <laughs> and in 10 years, it'll be like, it will be like, but it'd be, it'd be more like, it'll be like the game, from the movie The Game, where it's oh, like, yeah, but it's like... Yeah, drilling. Mm-hmm. Not it's, Triple H? No, not like Triple H. <laughs> it'll be nicer than that, but it'll be like, people will pay to be kidnapped by drug cartels and forced to work on farms. Yeah. Shit. You think, like, okay, it's going to start off great, right? <laughs> but then, like, you know, money, TV producers, they get involved, and then it's just scripted. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's exa- that's always what happens. And uh, they have to put a deposit down to get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And once uh, the rest of their money is paid, yeah. uh, then that's when they're released. Yeah. And so it's they- basically legal ransom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody falls in love, like, with another well, person who was taken ransom? And then it becomes like the love connection, <laughs> ransom, extreme style, or whatever. Extreme tourism, South America. And it's just the love connection. The love connection. <laughs> <laughs> and then it shows them like digging holes together and just falling in love. Yeah, but they hate each other at first. No, that's because but it but it's all set up by their friends though. 
Because they're just like they, Oh, and at of, the end it's just like we're throwing you a wedding. Yeah, exactly. Wedding. We knew you guys would be perfect together, but you wouldn't thrive in social situations. So we had you kidnapped. They're all missing like fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like thirty pounds lighter, lighter missing skeleton. teeth. Some guy lost his eye, but they're just like bloody knuckles. <laughs> It's a perfect way to get introverts to fall in love. <laughs> like, the question that I have is, if they got married, do they write their own um, wedding nuptials, or do they do just the regular... I think they'd be, um, it'd, it'd be a miracle if they were still, you know, able to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of <laughs> Honestly, I think work. the first thing that would happen during the first season of this is as soon as they revealed to them what happened, <laughs> like they would just grab a rock and start killing people. <laughs> like they were just you sons of fucking bitches. They do have the survival skills. Exactly. So they could definitely murder. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's like the whole thing is like the people who work on it, like... It's like, these people might kill you because they think you're going to kill them. This would have uh, to be related to... No, no, It can't be in America. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or just, most yeah, I was countries. Gonna say, we got to quit our jobs and produce Mexican TV now. <laughs> we do. Or we could have it in America and just stage it like it's Mexico or mm-hmm. Colombia So is it extreme still? No, because they don't know. Mm. It's just extreme tourism. Extreme tourism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like, it'll be two different things. We'll have this TV show, but then we'll have we'll do the extreme tourism service. And, this is and the, then we'll just actually kidnap people for ransom. American internment camp edition. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Guys, we obviously have a bright future in Mexican television, which brings me to my quiz. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. As you all know, we always have a quiz, but this quiz isn't about uh, La Rosa de Guadalupe. This quiz today is real or fake Mexican show. Ooh, okay. I'm good at this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you say, <laughs> I'm going to describe a show to you, and you have to tell me if it's a real Mexican show or one that I have made up. Number one. Go. A superhero known as the Red Grasshopper uses a giant hammer, shrinking pills, and a paralyzing bicycle horn to fight the mafia, pirates, and an American superhero who comes down to Mexico and beats people up with money. True. True. And what is it called? Uh, El, El Chapo, uh, El Chisparilla. You're so close. El, ah, cha, Chapo, Chap- no, Chaparrito, Chaparrito. El Chapulín Colorado. Oh, I wasn't close at all. <laughs> you were close because the guy who does it is named Chispirito. No, oh, that's what I was trying to say. And of course, this is the character who Bumblebee Man from The Simpsons is based on. Matt Groening saw an episode of El Chapulín Colorado and uh, El was it El Chavo del Ocho, where the old dude is an eight-year-old boy. Those are like the two big Spanish shows I remember growing up because they scared me because yeah. he was like a weird-looking old man who was pretending to be a grasshopper, and then he would be an eight-year-old boy who lives in a bucket. And it was just like, and that's, that's good and, TV. Yeah, <laughs> that was like that's when I knew. Mm, even though I can't understand this, it also scares me. So I wanted nothing to do with it from then on. Mm. Number two. A down-on-his-lunk ratcher is on the verge of losing his land when his prayers are seemingly answered in the form of pro skater Tony Hawk, who devises a plan to turn his ranch into the world's greatest skate park. But when the rancher's daughter falls in love with the X Games champion, the rancher must come to terms with his own romantic feelings towards the dashing skateboarder. Who will Tony choose? 
Extreme tourism! Did you think he was going to kill himself? <laughs> yes. That's you thought, uh, you, thought, you thought Tony Hawk was going to eventually then, take his own life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his own life. I was waiting for it to be. Anyway, um, no, Tony lives in this one. He's got to choose between the rancher's daughter or the rancher himself. I don't know. For some reason, you explaining this, I kept thinking about that stupid Keanu Reeves movie where he falls in love with the pregnant lady. A Walk in the Cloud. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just saw that movie recently. Really? Mm-hmm. It was on TV, and my mom it's one of my mom's favorites, so we mm. watched it. I was like, I don't want to watch it. Is this real or a fake show? It's fake. Okay, you're right. It is fake. It's fake. All right. Okay, and from now on, these things get kind of long, so bear with me. Oh, Johnny had enemies in Tijuana where he was blamed for the death of Bernardo Montegarza, son of the Montegarza family. Johnny is still very in love with his wife when he falls for a young waitress, Tanya, whose mother owns a restaurant that Johnny frequents. Tanya does not know he is married, and Raimundo, a police officer in love with Tanya, is working with fellow officer Angel to pursue the head of the family that blames Johnny for the young man's death. It is later discovered that Johnny did not cause Bernardo's death, and while he was struggling to decide whether he wants to stay with his wife or his girlfriend, Tanya dies taking a knife thrust intended for her rival, Johnny's wife, Anna Maria. Johnny and Anna Maria reconcile after Tanya's death. The final scene shows the couple... Holy crap, this is too long! You went through the whole synopsis of this show. This isn't a summary. Retiring for the evening, Johnny, dreaming of Tanya's death, calls her name in his sleep. When he awakes in the morning, Anna Maria and the children are gone. Do you remember when Anthony described a whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> the whole and we had to cut it movie. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we might have a replay of that going on That's today. That's real. Yeah. yeah that that, is, one, that real. One is real. It's called Dos Mujeres Un Camino. Ah, the two w- girls in the old car. <laughs> <laughs> street. <laughs> two girls, one street. Oh, well, what's it's an a El Camino? El Camino's El Camino's a car. Old car, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one uh, starred Eric Estrada. Mm. Was this before Chips or after? After Chips. Well after Chips. Eric Estrada was that. Next one. Rich playboy Ramon could have any woman he wanted, but one night at a Jimmy Eat World concert, he meets the shy and bookish Maria, who seems immune to his charms. Sensing a challenge, Ramon makes a bet with his best friend Chad that he can win Maria's heart, and through much scheming, the formerly heartless Ramon discovers that he is genuinely falling in love with Maria, but she spurns his every advance. But in a moment of honesty, Ramon speaks from the heart. Maria takes off her glasses to reveal that she has been a horse in human clothing the entire time. And though initially shocked, Ramon realizes he still loves her and spends his family's fortune turning himself into a horse. And when he finds Maria again, she explains that he is a very unattractive horse and she instead marries Chad while Ramon becomes the official horse of Los Lobos. Okay, so that's fake, but I really want to watch it. <laughs> um, because, like, before you got into the horse thing, it sounded like some Korean soap opera. Sure. And then you got into the horse thing, and then I just imagined this whole body horror thing. Mm-hmm. Because remember we saw that episode of that show where the guy was a werehorse, and he turns into oh, a yeah. horse? <laughs> and it was freaking me out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this and, isn't real TV. Yeah, and, and so was. I kind of want to watch that show. <laughs> what should we call it? Uh, Where horses in love. <laughs> Where horses in love. Okay. What's that in Spanish? Uh, 
Whereas, Whereas, horses caballo. Whereas caballo. Whereas caballo. And amor. In la amore. That's Italian, actually. Another reason I said where horses in love is because, uh, you know, in Aztec mythology, there actually are were jaguars. Mm. So, man. All right. How do you say werehorses? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's the Spanish speaker. It's like college all over again. The one Mexican in So the whole class. time you read that, mm-hmm. I had the the thing in my head going, I think we were in high school. Is there somebody named Ramon? And yeah, there was you a, would always say Ramon. But I not don't like that? I think so, no. And that's, you'd like put your hand up to the sky. Ramon. But you go so much dramatic flair. Yeah. Ramon. Ra- I don't Ramon. remember doing Ramon. Ramon. But you didn't do it like Ramon. that. No, no, I didn't. You go, Ramon. I don't know. All right. I don't know. That's, uh, sorry. Go on. Buckle up for this shit. All right. Oof. Hold on. <laughs> click, Didn't click. Click. <laughs> See if you can understand any of this. Javier and Amanda Adiano are an exemplary couple living in Monterey with his two daughters, Patricia and Diana, or at least appear to be copies, because in reality, the marriage is broken. Living apart for a long time and Javier just looking affairs with other women while Amanda tolerate the situation for fear of damaging their daughters. While Patricia is a young scholar and correctly attached to her mother, her sister Diana is rebellious and spoiled, spends all his time lazing and devising mischief with her friend Marcella and feeling extreme adoration for his father. The friendship with her friend Marcella is completed when you discover that Diana killed Marcella's father. Javier is proud of Diana, for his character and determination are a reflection of him in the absence of a son he always wanted but could never hit Amanda. The submissive Amanda just looking to reconcile with her husband because of a love he has always had. However, when she learns that her husband's mistress, mistress is his secretary, Graciela, suffers a nervous breakdown, which greatly concerned with Patricia and Aurelia, his faithful servant that has always accompanied. Is it Aurelia with an AU? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> real or real. fake? Real. That's definitely real, and... I I've count- seen that it. was so convoluted. Yeah, that is convoluted and also doesn't make any sense because, again, whoever wrote this, English is not their first language. They just transformed. It called? It's it- called Kativa. Oh, I never saw that. Kativa. What's great about this one is that uh, the opening segment is a bunch of uh, snake women in a desert just sort of looking everywhere. Snake well, women? Yeah, they're like snake women. They're like half snake, half woman, and they're just like sort of like dancing around each other, almost touching each other all the time. Hey. Last one. After a Hold on. S- yeah. I have to say that every single description, uh-huh. I, I, I don't know how to listen. <laughs> what do you no. mean you don't know how to listen? I get caught up on one word and I'm like, gone. And I miss a whole chunk and then I come back and I'm like, whoa, what happened? The last one was very confusing to me because I was like, wait, is Diana a boy? Yeah. I, no. I, that's what I'm saying. The whole thing was confusing because, again... English wasn't the first language of the person who wrote the Wikipedia. Because it was making it sound like Javier wanted a son, but this Diana was acting like a boy, and she killed somebody. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you can understand what's going on in Kativa from reading the Wikipedia synopsis, you're a bigger genius than I am. Last one. After receiving the announcement that the Son of God is on the way, Maria gives birth to the Chosen One. This and is Jesus? Together with their husband, my Jose. My grandma and my mom are watching this. I watch it too. There's a lot rape. of like rape in there and shit. Jesus with values and good principles. The Yeah, you're right. It's real. It's, it's <laughs> Jesus. Yeah my, yeah, my daughter sings the intro to it. How's it go? Jesus. 
Jesus. I don't know. She just says Jesus over and over with like a voice. Well, nobody passed. <laughs> just because I felt like I felt like failing everybody today. No, no, no. <laughs> we got them all right. I have I the AD, ADHD. I think it's just ADD, but <laughs> you put the H in there now because that's you know modern. Mm-mm. No. No, I'm just I'm the guy who gets to grade these, and I say you all failed. Well. I say that I want a retake. Okay, Dave, what do you say? I say we're all dro- we all drop his class. <laughs> no, Damn. I don't want any cues. <laughs> so we're watching uh, La Rosa de Guadalupe, and we're going to be watching it on uh, Netflix because they have 20 episodes up on Netflix. And the thing is, some information about what I've, uh, other than what I, the Wikipedia synopsis is, there's two kinds of episodes of La uh, Rosa de Guadalupe. One they come on two different days, and there's one day... Is it Spanish? Yes, it is in Spanish. With subtitles in English? There'll be the subtitles in the Netflix. Are we turning thing. them off? No. Why would we do that? I don't know. We want to understand what's going on, don't we? Yes. And we, even though we're all half Mexican, or not all half Mexican, even though we're all Mexican, uh, we don't speak Spanish because we're Americans, first Dave and foremost. Does. You speak Spanish, Dave? Un poquito español. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we, instead of having him just say everybody's dialogue to us, we will be using the subtitles. But on the first day, uh, it comes on during the week, it's sort of the light episodes. That's ones where they deal with, you know, like children lying, uh, respecting your elders, all that sort of thing. Mm, am I going to cry? Maybe. I don't I'm know. I'm a sensitive gal. And you might. But the, the second day is about episodes like where the kidnapping comes in, where the murder comes in, where... That's which one of those? Okay. Where the... So, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a list of the synopses from the uh, Netflix episode just to give you an idea of what's going on. So, a man spoils his daughter and indulges her every whim. The girl grows up doing whatever she wants and one day starts taking drugs. Oh, no. That's bad. Yeah. Spare remember? the rod, spoil the child. Exactly. Spare the rods. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically if you don't beat your children, they'll be bad. Yeah. Oh, the rod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the rod. The rod. <laughs> a child lies to her mother because she doesn't receive the support that she needs. The woman creates a fake profile to spy on her daughter on social on media. On the internet? Yeah. These are modern episodes. Yeah. Okay. This show has been going since 2008. There are over a thousand episodes of this show at this point. Wow. A man forbids his children from having dogs, but his mindset changes when a dog saves his life. I was going to say it's basically Degrassi. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was... uh, It's exactly that. I actually have that written down. It's basically Degrassi Junior High, but with a rose sent from heaven that does nothing. Uh, A girl is pressured by her cousin and goes to a party where she tries drugs. She keeps getting high until her cousin has a stroke. That sounds like this uh, TV movie that happened once. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Uh, but instead of drugs, it was anorexia. <laughs> <laughs> she was so anorexic that her cousin had a stroke? Uh, or like they were both anorexic, oh, and then okay. she had to stop because one of them gets hit by a car and dies. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with the anorexia? <laughs> because apparently it was like at a really slow speed. She shouldn't have died. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the message of the thing was, get fat so cars can hit you without much problem. It's a TV movie from like 
1997. That's a dumb message. <laughs> so she should have like had a heart attack because she wasn't nourished enough, not got hit by a car because like well, Carrie Carpenter. Eat, well, if she would have eaten, she wouldn't have died when she got hit by that car. Jesus Christ. <laughs> A hyperactive girl is having problems at home and school. A psychiatrist finds out that she has a passive addiction to marijuana. Now, there's no passive addiction. <laughs> what's a passive to marijuana? addiction? And why would she be hyperactive? Yeah, like marijuana mellows you out. I don't think the show knows what it's talking about. <laughs> Two girls got that laced with cocaine. Ooh. The PCP, oh, that's the right. rock salts. Two girls will do whatever it takes to get tickets to a Justin Bieber concert. One of them pays a lot of money for a fake ticket. Bitches gotta learn. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think, the basic attitude. It's a very Mexican attitude type of show, which is very much blame the victim. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's if you that's up, what you get for doing that. That's what you get for doing that, you dumb bitch. Like, okay. that's basically how we grew up. That's the environment yeah. we grew up in. I laughed so much because I was waiting in my... Uh, a uh, doctor's office um, a f- couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, or it was last week. Um, I was at my for my gyno appointment, and then uh, some like teen mother was there with her grandma, I mean her mom, and so she left the kid with the mom when she went in for the appointment. Uh-huh. And he just starts crying, and he's just like holding us out, to, like holding his hand out to everybody. Ugh. And then like somebody was like, "What? Do you want me to open your candy?" And then the grandma called him up in the hole. I think a lot of our misanthropic view on life comes from our upbringing. Yeah, no, like we, like you know, we got called stupid all the time by our parents mm-hmm. or grandparents. And when people or fell down, you laughed aunt. at them. Yes. And when people did stupid shit, you never thought about it from their point of view. You just called them dumbasses, <laughs> and that's how it was. And you couldn't report any injuries because everybody to get. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God. If you if you told somebody you got hurt, it was every, the day was fucking ruined. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because then everybody had to go inside. Yeah, get oh. beaten a little bit. Yeah, and then cut the grass. And fuck. No, I never had to cut the grass. Uh, yeah, I never That's had to weird. cut the grass. Just got hit. So, and then there's this last one, and I think this is the one we're gonna watch. A girl has panic attacks due to her fear of clowns. She has no idea why until her psychi- psychologist uncovers the root cause. I kind of want to watch that exactly one. because you can't. I cannot tell if that's one of the nice ones or one of the bad ones, and I kind of want to find out which. I, have you ever heard the urban legend? Uh, I, I don't even want to get into it, but I listened to this podcast about uh-huh. like the origins of like horror around clowns. Yeah, and basically, there's like this whole serial killer clown urban legend that you know they hide in your room and murder huh. you. And it has to do with like a babysitter and stuff. But I'm I not gonna go into. You the- told me about that, but I don't remember that portion <laughs> of what you told me. Oh, I probably didn't get into it. Yeah, because it would freak me out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, some of us have to live with her <laughs> when y'all leave. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna watch an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe, and we're gonna come back with our findings. We'll see you after the break. No bullying. I swear to God, you showed me an episode before. No. <laughs> me too. This is the meadow where you roll your thumbs and sweat in the middle you act crazy like your name is Jan Brady The usual, the beautiful, the people's podcast I'll try it and describe it and provide a broadcast This is the meadow where you roll your thumbs and sweat in the middle you act crazy like your name is Jan Brady The usual, the beautiful, the people's podcast I'll try it and describe it and provide a broadcast oh, Don't worry, I'm watching I know You just pushed 
are for record. Yeah, not for pirate shit. Like the Dread Pirate Roberts? Yeah. Oh, like R. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back. Are and we recording? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're recording. Because he pressed R. I know. Yeah, he pressed. He just explained. Never mind. <laughs> we're we back. didn't even hear the middle song. You, they, it was you were talking. That's why you couldn't hear the middle song. I don't song. have headphones. That's what we I need to get. Headphones, right? Okay. I well, we can't talk about our limitations as far as budgetary concerns go. But speaking of budgetary limi- limitations, La Rosa de Guadalupe. Fantastic! Oh my god, I cannot recommend the episode we saw enough. It was, uh, what was the translation in English? No, forget your fear, Dave? Yeah, something about forgetting your fear. Yeah, that's what it was called. And this goddamn thing was a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, like, we were so disappointed at first, but for the first... Ten minutes, maybe. We were like, what the fuck is going on? This was not what we were promised this would be. Yeah, exactly. And... Because for the first ten minutes, because we did watch the one with the clown. Um, That's the one we picked. We put it on, and then all of a sudden, like, towards the beginning, when the girl first freaks out, because when the girl first freaks out, the clown is, like, yards away from her. Yeah. They make no connection They're between... They're not even in the scene when she freaks exactly. out. Exactly. She got married. Yeah. Right. right. It seemed like, like she was having a panic attack about commitment yeah. or being, like, yeah. sandwiched by people. <laughs> right. She's, like, 13, right? She's 13. They're at some sort of school fair. Yeah. Which is filled with uh, flans and, uh, what are those, funnel cakes and all sorts of things. There's funnel cake? I didn't see funnel. I saw funnel cake. I just saw the, you know, knockoff Disney characters. Right. There was definitely uh, Finding Nemo. There was definitely a fake Finding Nemo on a ball somewhere. Yeah. Um, But they go to this booth where uh, you can get fake married. Yes. Um, And her and this boy named Beto, who I would say is one of the biggest little bitches... Oh in my god! Film history, Beto. <laughs> yeah, like was he that bad? No, I thought so. Like I would have like <laughs> broken up with him by the end of the episode because he's just so like whiny. He's always going, "Oh, she's it's all my fault. She's having I'm panic attacks because of me." Oh. Well, I mean, we'll, it we'll get we'll get into why <laughs> when he actually did give her a panic attack. But like, he's just always. First of all, he just doesn't get that he likes that she likes him. And then it's just like, when they get fake married, like, we have to kiss now. And he's all, what? Kiss? <laughs> and so then they kiss. She's happy. Then all of a sudden we hear the squeak of a of a clown's hands around a balloon. And she freaks out. She goes, no, no, no. Everyone's just going, what? What the fuck is happening? No. And then she runs away. And she has to be... Um, Sedated. Sedated In by the school, the, the school doctor. Which, school doctor. Yes, they have tranquilizers yeah, at the, the, the hospital yeah. beds. They're not fucking around at schools in Mexico, apparently. They have just drugs on hand there. Um, I've been in nurse's office on campus that had like hospital type beds but they didn't have like the fucking machine or shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, completely decked out. And one of the creepier doctors I've ever seen. Just like a snake-like man. Yeah, he reminded he me of the the hands guy from Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. He like a little pervert dude, but not as perverty. He was very squirrely looking. Yeah, like he was very squirrely. Like a snake. 
Anyway, all this is to say that or at one, a squirrel. one point after the uh, thing, because they don't make it clear that it's the clowns that are the problem. Should we say spoilers? Clowns are the problem? No. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for La Rosa de Guadalupe, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the clown episode. <laughs> yes. We're about to give away the whole goddamn thing. We have to talk about everything in this yeah. episode because so, yeah, all of it is gold. Because the first roller, the first like fall on the roller coaster was when her friend Vero, the, the friend of the mom, says to her, oh, she's probably afraid of crowds. And I was all... Fuck, this isn't about clowns, this is about crowds. <laughs> and you thought you made a mistake? I thought I had misread it. <laughs> and you know, the the, fr- the friend is like so chismosa, she's just like, and you gotta watch that sort of thing because it could turn into agoraphobia, she won't yeah. go outside she- anymore. Also, like when the, the mom went to go get the daughter from the school, like she's like, I'll come with you. Yeah, yeah. she went with her too. She and it's, was very chismosa. Yeah, she's like, I need to know what's going on. For our non-Spanish-speaking friends, chismosa, explain the concept. Uh, gossip. They're just like a gossiper. They're just like into everybody's business yeah. and have an opinion about everything. They do have an opinion about everything. She's a gossip. Yeah. So, Girl. So she was... Mujeres chismosa. Mujeres chismosa. There you go. Mujera. No, you Mujer. don't need to know by, by putting the eye at the end, you don't have to say mujer. the mujer. I, I, I lost how to say it. Mujer. You don't know how to Spanish. Yeah, you don't know how to Spanish. None mujer. of us do. Let's not pretend that we, you are the best Spanish speaker out of all of us, and you don't do it very well, do you? No, pretty not bad. at all. So I was in a state of panic because I was just like, what have I gotten us into? This is just going to be about agoraphobia. This is going to suck. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't turn out to be the case because immediately after that, the they go to the a different fair. I oh, know it's the same one. I think. is it the same yeah, one? Yeah, it's, it's the, the fun one. fair. Okay. It's the same yeah. one. Fairs so, can happen more than one day. At a school, they happen over a week sometimes. Okay, yeah, fine. It's Mexico. That's that's party city. <laughs> Where do you think we get our party roots from? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so they go back to the fair, and then she goes back to Whiny Beto. Does anybody remember what the main girl's name is? Maria. Maria. Maria there we go. Yeah. Um, her and, mom's oh, name her is, mom is Dorita. 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 Her brother is Dorito. Ah. She, she's of the Dorito family. Yeah, Frito family. so wealthy. I'm thinking her name is Dora. No, it said Dorita. It, it said Dorita. I know, but her real name's Dora. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, and they that's put like the a Ita. nickname. Yeah, like, that's what they do with my name. Like, all my aunts, they call me Lalita. Yeah. Oh, that's Like sucks. Samson, Samsonita. Chiquita. Uh, yeah. Banana. So that's where you get that annoying habit. Yeah. My culture. <laughs> and it's not annoying. Fair enough. Um, so at this fair. <laughs> I guess it can be. Also at, at this point we find out that the whole wedding thing was staged with the help of their teacher. Teacher! That teacher was messed up. That teacher yeah. was weird. She, she was, was just way into their personal lives. Yeah. too into their personal yeah. lives. She was helping. She was basically helping children hook up with each other. Yeah. And it wasn't like presented like as a judgment or anything. They set a man trap for a 13-year-old boy. Exactly. Like, (laughs) they were just like, she totally like, some a 13-year-old girl said, Liz, I need a man. Can you help me? And she was like, I got this. Yeah. It was just helping facilitate. It wasn't nice. Like, it's not, that woman should lose her job. Yeah. Maybe there was like this backstory where Bethel was coming on to her really strongly. Oh. And she's just like, no, I'll set you up with somebody. You got to leave me alone. Oh. And so it was like her own way of saying, hey, kid, 
Meet this other kid. That's more age appropriate for you. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she wasn't bad, but she was terrible. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't mess around with the love lives of children like that yeah. at all ever. Don't, don't even ask them about their personal business. Yeah. Don't bu- and, and and for any kids who are uh, listening to this, leave your fucking teachers alone. Yeah, they don't, have lives. Don't talk they to need them to after live. class or anything like that. Just go the fuck home. You don't need to talk to your teachers. And we're talking middle school. Yeah. Elementary is perfectly okay <laughs> to 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 ask your teachers questions, but don't get into personal business. Yeah, like by the time you're that age, you need to move on and talk to your friends. Yeah, yeah. You, you not hang out with your friends. Teachers yeah, everywhere. your teachers aren't part of your friend group. Yeah, I had to say that because my daughter's in the other room. I know that's why you're doing it okay. in case she's listening. But even then, it's weird. Like, oh, it's okay to have <laughs> teachers, and I felt weird saying it. <laughs> so I just take everything back. So they're at the fun fair again. Um. <laughs> She reveals to Beto that they set him up and he's cool with it. So he decides to win her a prize. So he plays a balloon popping game. <laughs> oh, wait. He asks her to be his girlfriend. That's right. Yeah. He does ask her to be his girlfriend. And he's just like, yay. All right. I'm going to win you prizes. And the friends do a high five because they were planning this. Yeah. They've been, they're, everybody's way too invested in these two getting together. Yeah. And she looks like one of the kids from The Brood. Okay. We were very hard on the I'm not physical. Gonna men- I wasn't going to mention the other stuff. I was going <laughs> to totally mention it, and uh, I was going to make you guys get mad at me. But Maria, <laughs> was, <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> was not conventionally pretty. She was ugly. <laughs> okay, goddamn. I don't know. if She was ugly, but she, she definitely. You just like- said she looked like one of the rage babies. From the brood. She that did. does not mean it's an she's an, a like a, in well, any way pretty. It, it looked like what it looked like is like somebody was making a person <laughs> and they started like molding them out of clay. You mean Jesus? And <laughs> they put it down for a while, left, came back and said, Oh, it's fine. But it wasn't quite finished. It still got thumbprints there. Yeah. <laughs> she did look like she had thumbprints in her face. Yeah. No, you're right. Like there were Whatever. As we said, we hope we grow into it. And who are any most of us to talk about? Yeah, I yeah. mean. But, yes. Yeah, we was, can dish it because we're all ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we took we're doing an podcast. audio podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I gave up making YouTube videos because I shouldn't be on camera. I should be doing this. I like your YouTube videos. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, he wins. She's win- not ugly. It it has to be said that the, the, they don't put on like makeup like they do in American shows. Yeah. Like you can see everyone's pores on this show. You can tell that she was getting over sunburn because her skin was Was peeling. peeling, Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like I kind of liked it. Yeah, I did too. Like a cool natural look. Except we're totally bashing that girl's look. Well, it wasn't because she wasn't wearing makeup. These were problems. Girl, like (laughs) everybody's stupid and awkward looking Mm -hmm. when you're 13. Yeah, you're just ugly at that age. Everyone is. Also, you know what? Personality plays into it, and her personality was kind of annoying. Yeah, Yeah. she would have been cuter if she was not annoying. Yeah, she was very annoying. (laughs) Anyway, um, so what's with the hair clips? The hair clips. And we'll get into why she's probably the worst person in this whole yeah, episode we'll get, we'll later. Get to it. So 
<laughs> he wins her a prize, and uh, the guy who was working the booth takes gets out two things. I don't remember what the other thing is. It's like a bear. Or it yeah. was like a white fuzzy thing. It was a white fuzzy thing, and then the other one is a clown. Yeah. And actually, and that clown doll kind of looked cool. That was a cool looking, like, it was like a little hobo clown yeah. doll, kind of. Anyway, she sees it. No! No! Ah! Freaking out. <laughs> At this point, we're all losing it laughing because this is one of the most ridiculous things we've said, ever seen. And, we're all, and I'm just happy. It's like, oh, good. It is clowns. It is not agoraphobia. It's, it's not agoraphobia. She's afraid of clowns. This is the most hilarious goddamn thing ever. She's back in the creepy and doctor's like, Yeah, and then like, it immediately cuts her to her passed out in the hospital again. The it's, nurse's office or the doctor's office on campus or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but now here comes the other part of the roller coaster from from my point of view because now okay we've now established that it's clowns, but we still didn't know if this is one of the nicer episodes or one of the darker episodes, yeah. and we didn't know where this clown fear was going to come from. And one of the thing, one of the through lines of this whole thing was how much she loves her father. It was and kind of creepy. It was creepy. Because, And like, it, everything ends up fine as far as that goes, but the amount of, like, him going, I'm losing my princess to this young boy. Yeah, and, like, oh, you're going to get a son-in-law. Oh, and then, like, oh, you're still my number one man sort yeah. of thing that she kept telling and him. And, like, she and rubs his like, cheeks, handsome daddy, handsome daddy. All I could think of was, like, she's 13. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I would have talked like that to my dad... Or even my mom, like they would have like shut me up real quick. Yeah, like, they would. You're thirteen. Like, yeah, she was a very spoiled girl. Yeah, she was very spoiled. Um, but yeah, but it's like the relationship just seemed like if there was going to be a dark turn, it was going to involve that relationship. And I was all like, oh god, that'll be horrible to find out. But as we got introduced to Vera more, yeah, you thought maybe right. Okay, so Dorita, her mom, has this friend <laughs> named. Uh, Vero. Um, and one of the first things I said about Vero is that Vero looks like a clown whore. Because... She looks like the sexy gremlin. She looks like the lady gremlin. Yeah. She has huge painted on lips. And those big eyes. Those big, big eyes. eyelashes. Yeah, yeah, big, big eyelashes. eyelashes. And her face is like wider than yeah. it is long. Yeah, exactly. And her hair. Like... Like... like we're not kidding. She looks exactly like the lady gremlin. Side by brown. side. Who wore it better? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The Lady Gremlin, because Lady Gremlins was sexy, but <laughs> the um, like this lady could have very well been the height of like the Lady Gremlin. Yeah, exactly. She looked like, tiny. She looked like she looked like when a drag queen dresses like the Lady Gremlin. Like that's what she looked like. Yeah. No offense to Vero. Or the Lady Gremlin. Right. So, um, <laughs> my theory at that point now had turned into because she looks so much like a weird clown whore that. Maria had caught Vero and her dad having an affair, and because she looks like a clown, it made her afraid of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> that was my theory. And I thought, well, that is too ridiculous to happen. And then I said, maybe it was clown play. Right. Where they both dressed up to, like, like clowns. They both dressed up like clowns, and that's what fucked her up. Yeah. So, I can't remember, was the, was the reveal, was the Vero thing before or after the stupid shit Beto did? No, it was after the stupid It was after. So let's get into the stupid shit Beto did. They still hadn't figured out what the the problem was. Just that Beto was blaming himself. Yeah, Yeah. Beto was just like, oh, it's It's always me. It's always me. I always cause it. I'm her boyfriend. (laughs) I should cheer her up. So he decides to cheer her up. (laughs) He told his mom he wanted to buy something. He told his mom he wanted to buy something. Now he's like, 
His friends all get her flowers. No, 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 no. Everybody always gets their girlfriend. And we all knew did her something sandwich. clown related was coming. Right. Yeah. But did we know <laughs> the extent <laughs> of the clown related thing? No, we didn't. We didn't until the. I figured it out like one second before it happened. Like, oh my god. But like before when we were theorizing, yeah. you're like, it's gonna be great when he walks in with that clown doll. Yeah, like we thought he was just gonna get the clown prize. Yeah. Bring it in here because we knew it had to be like just from how this story works. Like here, another clown panic attack had to happen at this point. But so instead of buying flowers, instead of buying a sandwich, he has a weird sandwich obsessed friend who's always mentioning sandwiches. Whoa, her favorite breakfast is. Basically, a ham and bacon. Yeah, tortha. No. Uh, ha- yeah, it was ham and bacon torta. Torta, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, moving on. So moving on. Beto's great surprise. Yeah, Beto's great to surprise. To cheer her up. Her mom is super ecstatic. She can't believe Beto has done this. Maria's like, oh my. God. Her mom's hyping up what Beto did. Yeah, like, 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 and she's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden. Beto he comes in dressed in. as a clown. A hobo clown. Dressed he, as a hobo full clown. Full makeup. With, with a bunch of balloons. Now, ladies, has your boyfriend, any boyfriend or any significant other you've ever had, ever surprised you by dressing up as a clown to try to cheer you up before? No, no. and I'd like to think I'd punch that person, <laughs> but it would also depend on the context. <clears throat> if they just dip as Pennywise, I'd be like, that's kind of cool, but why? Mm-hmm. Um... I think I would have a panic attack like Maria. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> like you would be like her, no, no, no. I mean, at one point she was upside down. She was like upside down, down the, like she was trying to, climbing she, up the wall she backwards. Like the, she looked like Regan from The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She looked, like, she looked like she was about to crab walk up the wall. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Dave. Yeah. When uh, when you were dating, Elisa, at any point. Did you ever Did you ever to? consider dressing up as a clown to try to surprise her or make her feel better. Not once, especially knowing how <laughs> fearful she is of a lot of things. That never even crossed my mind. But uh, So not even as a prank to, to actually scare her? No, because I know she would like straight up stab me. <laughs> With what? With whatever you had. Hands, or just pencil, hit you, throw knife. something at you. Yeah, I definitely I, So I just want to say to any stab. listeners, <laughs> actually, I do know one guy who might have done this. But, uh, so, uh, specifically to Jacob, my friend Jacob, but anybody, man or woman, have you ever been surprised or tried to surprise somebody by dressing like a clown? I just want to know about it. Because, to me, that's the most insane thing that happens in this episode. As much as I hate Beto, I didn't think he was so incompetent as a boyfriend that he would do something like this. And I think after he did that, he was absolutely right to doubt literally everything he's ever done <laughs> done or thought before. Because that is incompetence I can't even comprehend. Like, even if she's, even if you don't, because he didn't know she was afraid of clowns at this point. Even if somebody isn't afraid of clowns, who the fuck does that? It's just so weird. Yeah. It's a weird gesture. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what's like, weird is... Uh, I'm surprised that her friends still wanted to talk to her. Well, Wait, what? Yeah, after all the panic attacks. Yeah, I'd and be like, like oh, I can't do this. No, and <laughs> what's even weirder, and you kind of brought this up, but, you know, if it was like 
a singing telegram yeah. of a clown that came Because I thought her. it was he you, hired yeah. a dude. I you, didn't know you, it was him. And then we had to correct him and he said, no, it was him. He dressed up, full makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Don't you remember when he leaned up against the wall? <laughs> that's what made it so funny to me because they were like doing an emotional moment with some character we don't <laughs> even know who it was. <laughs> Like some like we just it thought it was some Bethel. we yeah. thought it, I thought it was some like actual clown who just got bummed out. It was like I'm supposed to bring joy to everybody, <laughs> not make them go insane. What is my life become? What have I done? <laughs> so, so she's back in the hospital. They go see a psychiatrist, um, who was a Mexican and Will William Shatner. And at this point, they still have not figured out her trigger. They haven't figured it out. That's the other thing. That's yeah. so fucking weird. Yeah. Like, they haven't put it together that clowns are the problem uh, until... No, no. It happens in therapy, but this is the... This is the moment the where it happens. Incident. And this was, without a doubt, one of the sickest burns I've ever <laughs> On the history of television. In a movie or TV, <laughs> Vero comes to the house. She brings, like, a present. Canasta. They like, want to play canasta or something. To play with Maria. And apparently Maria's never met them. And apparently her mom's, she's <laughs> never met her mom's best friend. Also has never encountered a clown in her life from the age of whenever <laughs> to 13. Yeah. So this is, this is the first time she's ever been around clowns since what happened happened. Yeah. <laughs> so Vero goes up to her room. Apparently Maria's never met her mom's best friend Vero, who is constantly at her house playing cards all the time. Yeah. All the time playing cards. Vero walks up behind her. She's brushing her hair in a mirror. Maria's brushing her hair. Maria looks at Vero in the mirror. We've already described Vero. When she sees Vero's heavily mascarated eyes, she goes... And then the, the show even goes to the point of giving her, like, weird lighting. Yeah, like, yeah her it scared eyes start me. glowing. Yeah. And, like, she just stares at the lips and the and eyes. And she just and starts screaming, The clown! The, the clown! clown! The clown! <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh my god! And then they go downstairs, yeah. and they haven't figured it out at all. <laughs> she, she just started screaming about a clown. clown. Where is this clown? clown? What's happening? <laughs> so they go back to the psychiatrist, and the they go. She started screaming the clown. The psychiatrist goes, "Wait, say that again." She screams, "Do regression therapy." <laughs> yeah, the clown. I think she's afraid of clowns. <laughs> Let's do regression therapy. So they sit her down, and they take her back, and this is where the most disappointing thing about it was. It was so yeah. disappointing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I was glad it wasn't dark, but yeah. it was disappointing nonetheless. When they find out that all it was is when she was three years old, there was a clown picture in her room. She was afraid of it. And, and, and basically, for the only time in the entire episode where her dad actually says no to her... Um, no, I'm not going to take the clown picture out. You've got to learn to face your fear. Mm -hmm. And it fucks her up psychologically to the point she's afraid of clowns. So her dad, who's basically... That's the only time he's ever like said no to her the whole episode. Yeah. She's such a spoiled little brat that oh. the memory of the only time her dad ever stood firm on anything Was fucked her up for the rest of her life. Clown picture. And then he feels fucked up over that. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, oh like, my God. I can't God. believe I did that to you. I shouldn't have... Not I shouldn't have not spoiled my daughter that one time. Yeah. And it's kind of weird that we said spare the rod, spoil so, the child. Yeah, because that's what the whole fucking thing yeah. was. It's like she was a spoiled... 
And you know what? And that's why she was probably the worst person in the whole episode because she's so fucking mean. Yeah. She's like as mean as us. Yeah. She called Vera a clown. A clown, lady. yeah. She's just like, this fucking clown. <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> and like nobody comments on it yeah. that she just called her mom's best friend a fucking clown because yeah. of her makeup. Well, she, the mom still wanted to keep her friend. Yeah. You can't just say, oh my God, you look like a clown. I'm You're scaring my that kid. If that had happened in our family, we would never stop talking about that. <laughs> every Thanksgiving, every Christmas. Where's the clown lady? Call mom's best friend, friend, friend a clown. And you freaked out. <laughs> you went full exorcist and started climbing the walls. <laughs> oh my god. And you know what's the best thing about this entire synopsis that we've talked about? What? For a show called La Rosa de Guadalupe, we never once mentioned the La Rosa de Guadalupe because oh, yeah. it does nothing. Yeah, except. Uh, the dad took credit for the flower appearing. The, yeah, so basically it worked how I described earlier. The woman prays to the Virgin Mary uh, to help her daughter. The Virgin Mary sends a white rose. Yeah. The daughter smells it once, and then nothing else happens with that oh, stupid fucking flower. But the description of the wind fondles the whoever... Yeah. I believe the, they chose the right word. Right. Yeah, because of the way they do it. Like, yeah. she's like, oh, oh. It's like an Irish spring commercial, exactly. except it's not water. <laughs> yeah, it's freaky. So, it was basically, La Rosa de Guadalupe is like that part in the monorail episode of The Simpsons where Leonard Nimoy goes, well, my job is done. And then Barney goes, you didn't do anything. And then Leonard Nimoy goes, didn't I? And then beams away. That's exactly what La Rosa de Guadalupe does. It's just like, well, my job here is done. You didn't fucking do anything, you stupid flower. Well, like at the end, they like summarize like what right. you're supposed the, to all learn. All the rose does is tell you, all the rose basically tells you is just, Hey. What lesson you're supposed to have gleaned from it. Yeah. yeah. And then it moves on kids. to its next family that it's not going to help. <laughs> like, it's basically just like a stranger that lives in your house for a bit and then leaves. And then leaves no, like, impact. So what target audience do you think it's for? Old, old Mexican ladies. Old Mexican ladies? Yeah. Like, that's who. That's all who could be watching this shit. And the children that they're watching and it the with? And the children they're watching it with. Oh, Claudia talks about this show a lot. Really? Yeah, uh, she uh, she was one of the first people to mm -hmm. introduce it to me, and like I was just like, oh okay. So I don't know if she makes Ryan watch it or not. It's like maybe I, that's why I know what it's or yeah, and then like she even described the wind, and she went like this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. So this was easily. <laughs> One of the greatest pieces of television I have ever watched. Yes, the yeah. greatest 40 minutes of television it is, ever. It flies by. You never know At what's going to happen. you're disappointed. It, yeah, exactly. But this fucking it pays thing, out. It pays off so much. I bet you, like, if we were to watch it again, we're going to be like, yeah, wait for it, wait for yeah. it, and then nothing really good happens. Yeah. We're be like, oh, fuck. Well, if anything, you just have to watch it to see Vera. Yeah, and all you, <laughs> it's just so fucking funny when she calls him a fucking clown. Oh, and then that one outfit when you realize she looked like the lady gremlin. Right. It's because of that outfit. Yeah, because it was green. <laughs> green. Yeah. Yes. And it was, like, ruffly. Yeah, and, and it was just, like. tight. Yeah. So, we just spent uh, 26 minutes describing an episode of Mexican television <laughs> at you uh, yes. so that you don't have to watch it. But I would recommend you watch it. You should it. watch it. Yeah, yes. you should definitely watch it. It's on it Netflix, right? It's on Netflix right now. Uh, there's only 20 episodes of it. They're all on Netflix, but there are over a thousand episodes of this show. 
And let me, let, folks, let us know. If you want us to become a La Rosa de Guadalupe podcast, if you want us to just pivot <laughs> and to just to be guaranteed there will be at least a thousand more episodes of our podcast just covering La Rosa de Guadalupe, let us know. I in will the happily do it. Let us know that. Let us know if you've ever felt the need to be a clown to make your partner feel better. Um, Let us know if you've ever received a mysterious white rose when you play, uh, prayed to, to the, the Virgin, Virgin Mary. Mary. Exactly. If you let ever, us know if you've been fondled by the wind. If you've yeah. ever been fondled by the and wind. And let us know tomatoes. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you want more championship podcasting, let us know. Uh, I really Lisa. like tomatoes, so Dear yes, our tomatoes. Lady, <laughs> please help my friend Elisa. <laughs> she is... Fucked up in the head, and I don't know what she's doing most of the time. <laughs> but we seriously did not see even like ten yeah. percent of how much we made fun of that little girl. And oh I'm my so God. sorry. God, I we apologize. are monsters again. We can't get into how monstrous our comments about the physical appearance of that little girl. She was a thirteen-year-old girl. Yeah, we were wrong. Yeah, I feel a little bad, but not that much. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Lala, where can people reach us? <laughs> again, leave us comments. Or suggestions, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Especially if they have to do with uh, uh, La, La, La Rosa de Guadalupe. La Rosa de Guadalupe, clowns fondling by the wind. Yes, okay. So That's not what it's called. <laughs> Is it called clowns? Those are the keywords we... Yeah, those were the keywords oh, okay. we were using. <laughs> okay. Hashtag clowns, hashtag wind fondling, ah. hashtag La Rosa de Guadalupe. Ah, okay. Yes. And, oh, wait, in the wind? Did you say wind following? Okay, Where sorry. can they contact us? Contact us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Usual People Pod. And uh, if you need to send us a long-form, like, essay about how much we suck, <laughs> yeah. you can reach us at gmail at usual.people.podcast at gmail.com. And please uh, pray for us to the Virgin Mary. We can use all the help you can get. We can get... Um, yeah, so, I'm, a, I'm a horrible person. Yeah, we are. We we need the we need to be we need to be fondled by the wind, guys. Uh, mm, not together. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. You're right. I don't want to be involved in a group fondling. I want my wind to be my own wind. Ew. That sounded weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you funnel your own wind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye.